0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Well, it was a rough day for our markets today. Started off pretty flat, actually. But then this morning, we got the first CPI report for 2022, as many of you have likely already seen coming in really about as we would have expected, but hotter than a lot of market watchers may have expected there as well. But in reality, you know our view, they have underreported inflation for decades. So, really, no surprise here. The big surprise is that they actually let this number out. That is the truth, with inflation coming back today, hitting a 40-year high, as the CPI post a seven. 7- and a half percent annual gain here a month over month increase from December of 0.6% and not only that they revised December's number higher as well really like I said no surprise to anybody out there who has bought really anything over the past year or two years and in reality we know that this number is a lot higher the fact that they're even reporting it at seven and a half percent tells you they have lost the narrative completely here i mean if you think inflation is actually at seven and a half percent for the cpi just take a look at these one year gains one year gains gas prices plus 40 percent meat fish and egg prices up over 12 percent electricity up over 10.7 percent new cars up 12% plus this isn't even including rent prices by some metrics. And I've seen it here in Austin up over 15 to 20% for rent prices. I'm not including housing prices as well, which in this, in in the Austin area as well, some of these houses are up 50% from where they were pre pandemic. Some of them up way more than that. Anybody who tells you that inflation is that, seven and a half percent in reality is smoking something. Uh, That is the truth, but really the, the one of the more incredible ones too is used car prices up over 40% as well. A, A real life example of this just happened a few weeks back. I went to get a car with my brother. We started talking price to the dealer and the dealer just stopped us as soon as we brought it up and said, just so you know, the price is the price. We're not gonna move on that. Take it or leave it. And if you leave it, we'll have it out of here in a few days anyway. I mean, that's the kind of pricing power that dealers have right now. They won't even negotiate with you. Another friend of mine bought a new car and luckily he locked in his price when he he ordered it because he had to order it because of the chip shortage. They had an expected delivery time of the end of 2021 Well, now we're almost two months in to 2022 and still doesn't have an exact date of when he will be able to pick up that vehicle. Those are the problems that we're facing right now. And the cherry picking of this data that we see is one of the biggest scams that the financial powers that be currently hold on to because everybody knows, like I said, everybody who's paying attention, you know, inflation is much higher. I don't know anybody who believes the official number. And we talk about it here all the time, but that's the reality that we live in now. Uh, And if you think that the Fed raising rates is really gonna tamp down that inflation, I feel comfortable taking the other side of that bet. Even if they were to raise rates like they think seven times, that doesn't fix supply shortages. It doesn't fix other problems that we're seeing in our economy. I mean, remember the Federal Reserve is still doing quantitative easing right now. They expect to to end it by next month, possibly. But when you see signs that the economy is slowing, right? I mean, look at the January jobs report. Everybody who's looked at those numbers knows that was a total fraud, right? Taking jobs from previous months and adding them in and revising the numbers and cherry picking the data. It should be a massive, massive scandal. But yeah, sure, the Fed is going to raise rates seven times into a slowing economy. The Fed's going to start quantitative tightening in a midterm election year where the Democrats' chances are already abysmal. Uh, Yeah, don't see that happening at all. Uh, It's going to be a bloodbath for the Democrats if that happens, and it already is looking like it's going to be a bloodbath. Overall, really, We're sticking to the same story here. We give them a rate hike just to save face, but unless the Fed is ready to pull the rug out from under this market, we're just going to have to grit our teeth and bear higher inflation. That is the case here. And as we've said, really, since the onset of coronavirus insanity and these massive stimulus packages, we've been talking about inflation for a long time now is the time to own hard assets owning the right stocks precious metals and the miners real estate and likely cryptocurrency here as well but know this cash is trash ray dalio as much disdain as i had for him does have that right here it's the only way to protect yourself is by owning hard assets and here's a great example of that A great follow on Twitter is a quote, the Raven. And I may not necessarily agree with everything he has to say, but he put out a great example of this today. And of course this is just a, um, hypothetical type of situation, but it will help you visualize what seven and a half percent inflation really looks like. Let's say you had a hundred thousand dollars and you put it into a CD. Now, most CDs generously, you're going to get 0.75%, very different from the environment of, you know, the eighties, right? Where you get a large CD. Let's just say for for this example that he did that you could get a 2% CD. I mean, if you could get that, it'd be amazing, but at 2% and these rates of inflation in 30 years, when your CD finally matures, Your purchasing power on that $100,000 would be $18,000 and $320 in in today's terms. That's, I mean, if you know your history about the Fed, that shouldn't surprise you at all. Since the creation of the Fed in 1913, the U.S. dollar has lost more than 97% of its purchasing power one of the biggest frauds has ever been committed on the American people was the creation of the federal reserve, which keep in mind, there's nothing federal about it. it is a privately owned institution. If you look at the New York fed, the biggest owners of the New York fed are actually five of the largest banks in the United States. I mean, that is what we are up against here. But again, back to the things that we can control. This is why we must own assets here. And it's a great thing to know. I mean, The anger about it of course is justified, but at the end of the day, you have to protect yourself and owning hard assets is the way to do that. Kim put out some amazing work on this today about gold and the miners and what they do in a rising rate environment. I'm gonna cover that today in our VRA Commodity Watch. But if you wanna get a full uh, peek of what that looks like, I would highly encourage you to join us. We've got a 14 day free trial going on right now, but we also posted it for free on our blog today. Check it out at kipherridge.com and I'll cover it here more in a minute as well. But back to our markets here after the CPI report this morning, uh, like I said, going into it, the markets were flat. After the report, the markets started heading lower. Uh, we did get a rally after the open, all of our major indexes did turn positive, so it wasn't necessarily the CPI report that spooked the markets. But once the market started a rally, the St. Louis Fed Chair, Fed President, I forget the exact name of it for the individual ones, James Bullard came out urging for a 50 basis point rate hike and possibly an intermediate rate hike. Well. If there's one thing that the market hates more than most other things, it's surprises, and that was certainly a surprise. It jolted the market lower, ultimately sending all of our major indexes lower on the day. But that's just if, if it was well telegraphed, the market might handle it a little bit better. But that kind of a surprise really spooked investors today. And the ten-year yield spiked higher as well, up five percent on the day, crossing a two percent yield for the first time since July 2019. Like I said, up five percent today to a 2.02 percent on the ten-year. That's not a that's not a major uh, you know occurrence. Saying that the ten years at two percent, but certainly speaks volumes to where we're at right now. Uh, that also, that kind of talk also probably was why tech finished so much lower on the day-to-day tech did lead the way lower NASDAQ down 2.1% to 14,185 were followed there by the S and P 500 down 1.8% to 4,504. Next up was the Russell 2000, down just over 1.5% to 2,051. And lastly, the Dow down about 1.5% as well to 35,241. So not a great day. And we've seen a, a strong pattern change from our markets over the last few sessions, where even when our markets were mixed to flat on the day, the internals were improving, we did not get that today. Looking at our internals, declining stocks, beating out advancing stocks, over three to one negative for the NYSE and roughly two to one negative for the NASDAQ. New 52 week highs and lows coming in four to one negative. And lastly, volume two to one negative for the NYSE and almost three to one negative for the NASDAQ. This could have been a bit of an overreaction uh, you know, one Fed president saying something doesn't necessarily mean that's what's going to happen. So we'll see tomorrow if we can get a nice turnaround to close out what has been a strong week for our markets so far. But our major indexes did finish near their lows of the day today, so not exactly what you want to see there. But overall, we continue to look at these as buying opportunities. Looking at our sectors on the day today, we finished with all 11 S&P 500 sectors down on the day or leaders if you want to call it that, uh, were materials followed there by energy as oil getting back above $90 a barrel here on the day, followed by financials and then our laggards on the day. About what you would expect, real estate with rates on the rise, technology and utilities as the biggest borrowers in the nation, rates affect utilities pretty heavily. So not uncommon to see uh, utilities lower on the day to day. Finally for today, our VRA Commodity Watch, as I mentioned here earlier, I'm going to cover this a little bit, but gold was down on the day about half a percent now to 1,827, but as you know, we're big fans of precious metals and the miners here, and for good reason, in a rising rate environment, both of these love rate hike cycles, check this out. From 2004 to 2006, when the Fed raised rates 17 times, which most you know market watcher historians would tell you that is what actually caused the financial crisis, gold more than doubled during that time, during the raising rate hike environment. But the real leverage always comes from the miners. The miners rallied a huge 344% during that time. Then again, when the Fed raised rates eight times under Trump, gold nearly doubled again there as well, right at a double, and the miners soared 254% during that time as well. And we are going to see a raising, uh, a uh, raising rate cycle here as well, which you know could be one or two rate hikes. Not necessarily saying we're going to get eight or ten rate hikes like we've seen in the past, or the seven that people are. Talking about getting this year, we don't think that's going to be the case, but even if we get one or two rate hikes, we see that gold and the miners are going to love it. Next up here, silver now down just over half a percent as well today to $23.20 an ounce. Copper now up just over two tenths of 1% to $4.61 a pound and oil, as I mentioned earlier, Up just under half a percent, but back above $90 a barrel at $90.03 a barrel. And finally for today, cryptocurrencies really were down and still are down across the board. Bitcoin tried to say, excuse me, tried to say positive for most of the day today. Now down about eight tenths of one percent to forty-four thousand one hundred and forty a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.